Let's grab Paul Snowden. There's lots to talk about. Good morning, Paul. Morning. Well, King of Sparta, yourself and your dad have just worked him out completely. Keep him on the fresh side. And he's quite electric, as we saw on the weekend. Yeah, he's good. He had a fair bit of residual from the Gold Coast as well. So, um, you know, he's he's a lovely, happy older horse now. Which he's, he's racing his best life. This quacker in Perth shaping beautifully, of course, in April with Amelia's Jewel Overpass. Your guy's heading there as well. It's on the 20th of April. Tell us about what you'll do leading into Perth, Paul? Yeah, good question. I'll probably... Those questions are probably answered a little bit closer to travel time and things like that, just just how he, um, how he does from now until then. But obviously it's a little bit of an easy week this week. I dare say might sort of get him out on some grass shortly. Um, it's quite raining quite badly in the in this metropolitan area in Sydney sort of in the last 24 hours, but he usually goes back up to Yarraman and, and Harry take, Harry Mitchell takes him up there and looks after him. So it might be an opportunity, maybe just a bit of a head freshen more than a horse that needs a break. He just, just um, you know, we're, we're sort of, like you said, we're sort of two months away from where we need to be. So we sort of might break that up a little bit. Would you think about another run or just, just trials? Yeah, well, it's, it's, that's a cool like, Once we do closer to the, the time we need, like I said, near the trail, you've got to compensate, you've got to factor that in. Um, as well so usually when we get up sort of to where he needs to be it sort of less is more for him um, and maybe just a nice you know breeze up little trial nice little blowout might sort of get him get him up to the mark again so it's going to be a tough race um, you know he's going to have to be quite forward and, and well in himself and fit there's a quite a um, you know a natural rise to that finish line there over there which is it's a hard thing to do but hopefully we can be good enough yeah, we know Amelia's was outstanding last year, wasn't she, coming from a long way back to just go down in the race to overpass, Paul? Yeah, look, it's, and use him as a bit of a guide. Um, you know, he's, our bloke's pretty much somewhere around that mark, I feel. Um, and, um, you know, he's in a rich vein of form. It's good money, isn't it? $5 million. Yeah, well, it's good money everywhere in Australia yeah, at the moment. True. Everyone's, everyone's, you know... Like, as long as you've got one good enough to win, that's, that's what you need to need to get. Who's likely to ride in the West, Paul? Yeah, good question. Um, we've got two blokes sort of earmarked to go over there. I know, look, it's all age day up in Sydney, so sort of searched, um, you know, a, a rider in the state to go over. Um, I dare say we'll probably have that sorted by the end of the week and uh, we'll let everyone know, but we've got two two very good options there. All right, from Sydney or...? From Melbourne. Okay. Of course, so the slot's been locked in, C-Corp and Hallowell Racing. When was that locked in, Paul, with King? Pretty much days after Magic Man's, um, once we got that out of the way. Harry's uh, sorted all that out and um, wanted to sort of get it locked in and, and done and dusted, and, and uh, it was done pretty much two or three days a week after he won at Magic Man's. Mm. Nice uh, ride, James, wasn't it? He never panicked at any stage, even though Malkovich was tearing along in front. I think he knew that he was going to come back. And again, a sectional star, 33.58. He and Wynas Notch is the only two to break 34. But that's not a surprise, is it, with him? No, it's not. And we didn't want to get caught up in just sort of the tempo of the race. We wanted to ride the horse, basically, um, and back his ability to you know, run them down late. So we had an idea sort of Malkovich was going to do something like that. Um, and then Cole Crusher, he hasn't got blinkers on, which he can sort of, you know, do a similar thing in his races, how you've seen him win the Hunter. So it wasn't going to run at a sedate tempo, um, and we thought 
sort of rather than going there chasing that speed too much and get him out of his comfort zone, set it up to something behind him, basically being in, in the favourite. Um, you know, we'd sort of ride him you know, where where he'd laid up in, with the tempo and, like I say, just back his judgment late and executed perfectly, James. And, Paul, just with King of Sparta, when did you, yourself and your dad, work it out with him that that was the way to go with this freshness stuff, you know? Oh, look, I think probably the last probably two or three years, you can just see his form is is, is at, at the high level. Um, and, and he's racing. If he's not winning, he's just running in top three. I don't think he's been any further back than fourth. I think God knows how long. So, um, you know, racing at group one level, last preparation, he ran in the Oakley Plate last year for the first time, sort of branching out to that sort of level of class of horse. And he didn't disappoint, narrowly beaten, Um you know, he's, he's just, yeah, he's, it's really green with him. Yeah, excellent. And I dare take a dollar oh three, I'll be at the Gold Coast in 2025. <laughs> yeah, we'll try and do it for the fourth time. It's certainly something that's well and truly on our radar after Perth. We'll give him a nice break and be aiming towards it. Yeah, not surprised. Well, you win the Diamond, or I mean, you've got two terrific chances. High Octane, of course, has got conserved energy and, and bodyguard. You know, he's two for two. Yeah, look, both serious horses, um, and they've come through sort of the the legs of this race in the lead up to the weekend um one was very unlucky and one was quite impressive so both horses are ticking every box they've worked extremely well since and no doubt the barrier draw is going to um you know play a major role in that later on today where will we sit with jockeys for these two on the weekend paul bodyguard and and the other one there uh, high octane they both stay on, so Blake stays on Octane, Octane and Mark stays on Bodyguard. Yeah, you know, you'd rarely see Blake Shin have no luck, but it wasn't his fault, was it? The horse uh, in the box seat behind a, an outsider that stopped in his lap, and the other horse, Holmes of Court, was just holding its ground, so he had nowhere to go. Yeah, it, that's just pretty much it. Um, you know, it's racing, and, and we'll worry about this week, and like I said, the Barry Jaws will, will certainly determine sort of horses' fates, for, for sure, it's going to be a full field I'd imagine and um, some really nice horses there. If he got clear, what do you reckon would have happened there at the 400 high octane? I don't have to say. We won the race anyway so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but uh, He looked like he had a fair bit to offer. Yeah. Um, and the other horse, like he covered ground early. Early, He got a nice drag in from the 600 three deep to cover mm. and, and he finished off extremely well. So they both horses have got a lovely upside they're both quality horses, and they'll they'll continue on towards the slipper after the blue diamond. Paul sure. King's Gambit went out uh, on a on a high, winning the Roman Consul. We know it was a brilliant ride. Tommy Berry snicked him back rail. Beautiful piece of riding. Is he going to run on the weekend, King's Gambit? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's going to go straight to Oakley Plate. That's been his main goal from when he went out last time. In. So it's, he's prepped up well. Jamie Carr rides him. He's, she's been up a couple of times to get a feel for him on trial level. And uh, he's going to go down there Wednesday night in very good shape. And he's never—he's been oh, sorry—he's been to Caulfield one debut. Yeah, oh, look, he's these these horses—they know what they're asked for them. Um, he's done a couple of pieces of work since his last trial, Melbourne Way, but yeah, they, they know where they go. Mm. Fifty kilos, so featherweight. And it, is that his go in life? Just keep riding conservatively. Ah, uh, no. Look, he's a pretty tough horse. He, he got he got crooked two days before the Coolmore and he would have won the Coolmore, there's no doubt about that. So it just it was a punch in the guts for us, but um he's rolled the blow, I suppose, and just keep going. But he's a 
is a serious horse that will compete in some very, very good races. This right. Well done with the revolutionary miss on the weekend too. Paul, just one more horse I'll ask you about is Unspoken, who's probably one of Australia's most improved horses, going from a benchmark race to winning a five diamonds, $2 million race. What's he up to, Unspoken? Yeah, he's good. He trialled last week. Um, he'll resume uh, a Newcastle Friday week. Um, and then I'll, we'll see what happens after that. But he possibly could co- yeah, probably start off in Sydney, but he, he might end up in Melbourne. Um, like I say, really nice horse. He's, he's got to a good level. I don't think he, he definitely hasn't gone backwards. Um, you know, he's, he's a lovely horse that... Um, come from the state for Europe and he's, he's going really well. Excellent. And we'll see you in Brisbane, no doubt, during the carnival as well. Yeah, we'll. That's good news for us. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, mate. Paul Snowden giving us an update on some very good horses, including King of Sparta. And, yeah, no surprise, you don't really need to look at the sectionals to know that King of Sparta, Abuidas Notch has ran the quickest last 600 there with Melkovich tearing along in front. So King of Sparta ran 33.58, uh, his last 600 metres. And Abuidas Notches, what was his sectional there? Um, he ran 33.42. So 33.42, 33.58, King of Sparta. They're the only two to get another 34 in that particular race. And King of Sparta's fastest, 200 metres, 10.82. And Buenos Notches was 10.79. So, yeah, um, amazing barriers. So King of Sparta wasn't the best out. He wasn't brilliant out. But just because he had a good gate, he was just able to get a pair or two closer in front of the other one. And Nash decided to go back, of course, um, given... And the draw with Binus Notches. Anyway, and High Octane, we know what happened last start. If you uh, backed him in the preview where he was $2.30 or the Pradude behind Bodyguard, he wasn't the best away. He ended up at the box seat, but he was behind a roughie called Inner Visions, and it stopped. And uh, he had Holmes a court in the similar colours um, holding its ground, so he just never got clear air. And he's got conserved energy. Prior to that, when he won the preview, he was three wide with cover, so he had clear air. High octane, of course, Granny Red Shoes, Deep Field. Uh, Granny Red Shoes, the mum, Deep Field, the sire. We know that she was a beauty. We saw a lot of her in Queensland, didn't we, for Toby Edmonds. Granny Red Shoes for the Sejinho group. That's high octane and bodyguard. Of course, he won on, on debut at Flemington down the straight. They're married on 1,000 last October. He set off speed. He showed a lovely turn of foot there. And the last start at Caulfield is three wide for the first half, a three wide cover the last half. And he was able to sail past them with that horse held up on the inside, the stablemate High Octane. So, uh, obviously, that means a lot to that Group 3 win under his belt at start two, uh, given he was uh, an expensive buy, one of James Harron's horses. I don't think he's a million-dollar baby, though, uh, bodyguard. I think he's a lot... Uh, uh, you know, let me just have a look what price he was, bodyguard. We're used to Harrens being... Oh, actually, he was a $1.6 million buy. Thinking of another one. There you go. So $1.6 million he cost, this guy, by I Am Invincible Bodyguard. Yeah, Revolutionary Miss recorded her fifth win on the weekend. And, um, yeah, a couple of horses, King's Gambit. He is favourite for the Oakley Plate on the weekend. Um, of course, Asfura is going to be there. And also that horse from Adelaide. Uh, wouldn't it be great for Shane and Cassie and the team, Lawrence Diakovich with Sharepa, to win the Oakley Plate. But King's Gambit, yeah, that Roman Consul, his last run in October was absolutely brilliant ride. Tommy Berry made up his mind at the start from the outside gate, field of eight to go back, find the fence, never went around a horse, went bang, and got over the top of Mexico and... Osmosis, who then came out and won a Group 1 subsequently, and he's had two trials, and they've ridden him off speed. So that's um, King's Gambit. We know he's uh, he ran third in the slipper uh, last year, 
And uh, they've really got him to relax, which is fantastic. Unspoken, he's seven from 16. And uh, Don Corleone, I didn't ask about, but he went around on that trial recently with uh, King's Gambit. And there's probably a few others I've missed as well uh, with, with Paul Snowden. Just in regards to Ben Thompson, again, um, this is frustrating. Uh, it's a bit like Brent Navdala, who's been riding really well. Oh, he's always riding well, but he just doesn't get some decent opportunities. And when he does, he makes hay while the sun shines, as we saw with a couple of brilliant rides to ride a double a couple of weeks ago, Brenton, and then he was in the winner's circle again recently. But Ben Thompson, he's ridden at three meetings in Hong Kong, the gun Queenslander, of course, Victorian-born. But he's over there with Steph and, and baby Henry as well. So he rode at the Shah Tin meeting on the 18th of the 2nd. He had, uh, what did he have, about seven or eight rides, all bolters. The best he could do there was a sixth. He rode at Happy Valley the following uh, Wednesday. So this is last Wednesday. He had five rides. They ran 6th, 11th, 10th, 9th, 8th. Again, bolters. And he rode Shah Tin on the weekend. Again, 12th, 11th, 8th, 14th, 7th of 14th. So again, bolters. So it's just frustrating. Let's hope tomorrow night where... And these horses don't mean anything to me, but you might do Hong Kong form. I know these horses much better than me, but Island Golden, he's riding Valiant Elegance, Majestic Knight, Precise Express, Young Victory, I Am The Boss, Astrologer and Hoss. So hopefully one of those has got some decent form and Ben can uh, can ride it, give it every chance and be somewhere near the money. Ben Thompson for that little riding stint. But the experience, experience will do in the world of good, but it's just, I reckon it'd do your head in a bit, you know. Um, you know, you know, you know, used to turning up in Brisbane riding winners week in, week out. Then you go over there and you're just punching around bolters. Anyway, um, if he gets on something decent, we know he'll show them how talented he is, um, Ben Thompson.